Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2240. Is Fat Making Us Fat? By Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Happy Monday, thank you for being here and welcome back to a new week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. And now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Is Fat Making Us Fat? By Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca Recently, we highlighted the fact that our society is addicted to sugar, all because the food industry blamed fats as a cause for cardiovascular disease. Because of this cover-up, we all lived by the simple dogma that fat makes you fat. Many products in the grocery store were modified to be low-fat or completely non-fat. Our cheese of choice was light, and our mothers only served us skim milk. And yet, obesity has been on the rise since we were fed this big fat lie. So, what's happening here? Were we completely fed a handful of lies, or is there some truth to the last 40 years of food choices? Today, we will be digging deeper into the idea that fat is making us fat. What is fat? Fat as a fuel source or macronutrient is the most calorie-dense of the macronutrients. One gram of fat provides 9 calories in comparison to, say, carbohydrates and proteins, which provide 4 calories per 1 gram. This means that you only have to eat half as much fat in order to yield the same energy that you'll get from carbs or proteins. Fats are also crucial for the absorption of vitamins A, D, E, and K. The fact that we were advised to limit our fats in the past is crazy knowing that we need fats in order to absorb such vital vitamins. There are three main types of fats that we see in most of our foods, saturated fats, unsaturated fats, and trans fats. They are given these names based on their molecular structure. Saturated fats are made up of a chain of carbons of which each is bonded to a hydrogen or carbon atom by a single bond. Unsaturated fats have double bonds between one or more carbon atoms. Trans fats are an altered form of the unsaturated fats and their molecular structure is achieved by synthetically hydrogenating the chain. Each configuration of these fatty acid chains gets broken down or metabolized by the body differently. Does fat make us fat? As stated, each of these fats is broken down differently by the body. 
Without going into detail and boring you with more chemistry mumbo-jumbo, just know that the bonds between the carbons and the shape of the molecule and how the molecules stack up against each other affect how they are broken down by the body. It's at this point that we need to change the question because what makes us fat is simply a surplus of calorie intake in comparison to our calorie expenditure. With that said, proteins and fats serve many other purposes besides energy production. So when we consume these macronutrients, they get put straight to work and are less likely to be stored as fat. Carbohydrates, on the other hand, provide us with energy. So if we don't need the energy, we simply store it in our body's fat cells for another time. I digress. Back to the real question. So if they aren't making us fat, why are they so bad? Specific types of fats have the potential to be detrimental to our health if consumed in large quantities and in combination with a sedentary lifestyle, smoking, drinking, and stress. Trans fatty acids, or simply trans fats, have been shown to increase our bad cholesterol, or LDL, and lower our good cholesterol, or HDL. Yeah, that's right, good cholesterol, but that's a topic for another blog. So, what about saturated and unsaturated fatty acids? Well, it was long believed that the consumption of these would lead to an increased risk of cardiovascular disease and stroke. More recent research has shown that this is not necessarily the case. Saturated fatty acids have actually shown no direct effect on increasing your risk for cardiovascular disease, and combining saturated fatty acids with unsaturated fatty acids actually led to a 17% decrease in the risk for cardiovascular disease. With that said, saturated fats do affect the levels of LDL or bad cholesterol in our blood. So while researchers are not finding a direct increase in cardiovascular disease risk, LDL is linked to risk factors associated with cardiovascular disease, and therefore, saturated fats on their own should be limited in your diet. Health Canada recommends that you keep saturated and trans fats as low as possible, while maintaining healthy levels of mono- and polyunsaturated fats. A few examples of these would be nuts and seeds, fatty fish, avocados, and vegetable oils. So, fat doesn't make me fat, but trans fats and saturated fats just make me sick? Research has shown that fats, when consumed in combination with carbohydrates, leads to unfavorable body composition. So, fats alone are not contributing to weight gain. It's more about what you're eating your fats with. Other factors, such as genetics and insulin sensitivity, will also determine the effect of this combination of macronutrients. If there was one clear culprit for what's caused the increase in obesity and cardiovascular disease in the last 30 to 40 years, it would be easy to deal with that issue. Unfortunately, there are many other factors that lead to weight gain and cardiovascular disease. So trans fats, saturated fats, and carbohydrates cannot take all the blame. You just listened to the post titled, Is Fat Making Us Fat? by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed 
is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When we're talking about food, no food in itself makes us fat. Instead, it's often the quantity of foods we eat that contribute to weight gain, weight loss, or whether we maintain our weight. In fact, a researcher at Cornell University, Dr. James Painter, had study participants eat nothing but fast food for three meals a day and found that they still lost weight. This wasn't because fast food somehow is healthier or more nutritious, of course. It was just that the participants consumed fewer calories than they burned, even though the food was fast food. So no, fat doesn't make us fat, but instead, it's the overall quantity of foods and the calories they contain that are the real culprits. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and be sure to tune in again tomorrow where I'll have another post for you and where your optimal life awaits.